Hello and welcome to Gaming the Podcast. My name is John Robertson. I'm joined by Stace Harmon and together we are Indie by Design. If you haven't subscribed, then this podcast is out every Tuesday, so do make sure to subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. Today we are talking about an old game come new. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected is a... That's not a remake, is it? It's a remaster of the original game which came out way back in 2000. Diablo 2, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's somewhat famous. Uh, I've played quite a bit of Diablo 2 Resurrected, although I'm only on Act 2. However, we'll get into it. I've played a lot more than it seems. Um, But Stace, my understanding is that you played the original, but you haven't played Resurrected yet. That is true. That is yes, that is true. And I'm going to start this episode being well i feel like i'm being very controversial very edgy i'm not really uh i'm sure there are other people in the same boat as me i haven't played resurrected diablo 2 resurrected um because i just was never that fussed about the original diablo 2 um and despite saying i was going to play it for this very podcast episode i did not do that because when it came to it um the stuff that i remember about diablo 2 i remember enjoying it for a bit And I remember being able to kind of admire or appreciate its design and kind of the very tight feedback loop. And and I got a lot of enjoyment out of that for a time. Um, But I don't know, in the same way that I might appreciate like the engineering of an F1 car or a thoroughbred racehorse. (laughs) Your blizzard would be happy with that comparison. (laughs) It's a finely tuned machine. I, I just never really responded to it emotionally. And that's, uh, you know, I don't mean in a, it didn't have me in tears or, you know, laughing with joy. I just was never like, okay, yeah, that's cool. I just don't, I'm just not that fussed about it. And so as sacrilegious as it is to talk about one of gaming's real kind of powerhouse properties. Um, yeah, I was just never that in, engaged, I guess, longer term by it. But this is an interesting episode for me, I think, because you, as I understand, you, you have been enjoying it and you do like it and did but did you play the original back in no not really i mean i mean yes i played it a tiny bit i played it at a friend's house for maybe mm. i don't know not more than a handful of hours so i wouldn't say that i come to this with any great knowledge the knowledge i have of it is um you know second hand through other people talking mm. about it rather than direct experience but so having played it at a friend's house, you weren't at the time. I mean, there could be many reasons for this, obviously, but you weren't compelled to get it for yourself and well, play it Well, I yourself. didn't have, I mean, I was at that time. So this would don't have been not long. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if I had my own PC to play it on. Oh, so okay. I think this right. came out before I went to uni. So how old was I? I would have been 15. I was 15 when this came out and I didn't have, I was just console gaming until mm-hmm. basically I went to uni and I had my own PC. Right. So oh, it okay. would have been a good so simple as that. five yeah. years later that I had my own PC. And it's one of those games that if you're going to play it, you've got to have access to PC all the time. Because if you like it, you're going to play it for like eight hours. Yes, a day. yes you are. Um, you are. Yeah. So then what is it about like, what? so you you didn't, so you weren't able to perhaps play it back 21 years ago. You've mentioned previously that you were kind of looking forward to Diablo 2 Resurrected coming out. So what, yeah. you know, have you played it in the interim? Have you played like a, you no. know, an old version on GOG or something like that, assuming that they have it? No, but no, have you- not, not played it at all. I played some Diablo 3, but again, not much. Um, I mean, I was looking forward to getting, to the, getting this because, well, because it's one of those grand properties, like you said, that I haven't played. Mm. So it's educational, uh, just sort of um you know information gathering experience really to get uh, uh well it's one of the things i was gonna 
um i was looking forward to playing it for um but also uh, a bunch of people that i know have got it so there are different groups of friends that i tend to play games with and i think on my playstation friends list i think now nine people were playing this yesterday <laughs> plus me um so does this get to the the root of why you've played much more of it than the act two progress suggests well you played no. multiple instances of it no not really but i've played multiple characters so i've got right, two so classes yeah, yeah. oh yeah okay fine yeah so i've got two classes that are both that i'm leveling up together so everything's <laughs> taken double the amount of time <laughs> Um, so I've got an Amazon and a Necromancer that are both, uh, equal level. I think they're both 18. Now I think the Amazon might actually be 19. I played, um, so this is the other thing. So I've got it on PlayStation. So you get PS4, PS5 versions with the, with for a single purchase, but I've also got it on Nintendo switch, which seems like the, the worst console to play it on. <laughs> um, but when I first, when I was first playing it, this is how addictive the game is or how, how it, how addictive it is to my brain type or mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first when I, on that first evening of playing it on uh, Thursday, last Thursday that it came out, um, I then I was tired and I didn't want to sit in front of the, computer, the TV anymore. Um, but I, but I still wanted to carry on playing it. So before I stopped playing, it, I downloaded it on Switch so that I could play it in bed. <laughs> um, and uh, it's got cross progress. It's got no cross play, which is really annoying. Well, there are some things that I don't like about it, and that's one of them. But mm. it does have cross progress, so you can just pick up your character and just carry on playing. Um, I can't play multiplayer on Switch because um, I don't know anyone else with a Switch copy. So that literally yeah. is just for in bed <laughs> um, and just grinding and leveling up. Um, and- so then I get well. Then I guess my next question, which is, do you feel? in what you've seen so far and how much you've been enjoying it that because we talked about remakes and remasters and reboots a few episodes ago as we dedicated an episode to that do you think that enough has been done uh given that it's 21 years old given how much revered it is i guess do you think enough has been done in the well what is this a remaster like in the they've updated it with fancy i'm calling it a remaster yeah um do you think enough has been done in that direction to make it compelling i mean it Sounds like the well, it's a, it's one, it's it's an interesting one because I I don't I can't I can only answer this question as someone who didn't play the original. So mm. I appreciate the fact that there's a remaster that is a, a remaster rather than a remake. Yes, there's mm-hmm. there's a better graphics and the graphics do look really nice. Like they and you can flip between the old and new graphics and it's. There's no point comparing the graphics quality to the old one because, of course, they're great. I mean, and the game doesn't look as good as some of the new isometric mm. RPGs, but mm. it still looks really good. Um, and we'll talk about the aesthetic as well because I think that's the, the tone, the visual tone of the game, and the music is brilliant. Um, so, for me, I like the fact that it's just it stayed pretty pure because I'm coming to it, like I said, I'm coming to it from like experiencing this thing that I didn't experience back in the day. So, I like the fact that it hasn't really made many changes because I can feel I can I can get into that original thing. And games have this problem, mm. like where because they're so um, you know technologically based in their foundation mm-hmm. like the it's very easy for games to feel very old and dated particularly on a visual level very very quickly um so i think it's quite good uh well very good that they haven't changed much um 
because it does bring the game into a new, into a palatable place visually for someone like me to be able to play and feel that original formula mm. and that mm-hmm. original design in a way that that isn't kind of corrupted through making it more palatable on a design level for new uh, players. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am playing with someone, two people, two of the people I was playing yesterday with are, did play it a lot back in when it first came out and they, and they, and they, and they still love it now. Um, so so it's a, it sounds like a, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like it was a, it was a, it was considered to be a masterfully designed and, and executed game and has remained. So I guess the flip side of that for somebody like me is that not a tremendous amount has changed. Um, you know, perhaps you'd argue, nor should it have, and it hasn't. But that means that I kind of already know what it is going to it. And I know that if I, I know that I would pick it up and I would enjoy it intensely for a, an amount of time. And then I think I would, I think I would do that thing. Interesting. I think I'd do that thing that, that we've talked about you doing with like, I would feel like I've seen everything that I need to from a design or from a ideas standpoint. And I yeah. would probably fall off it quite quickly. The idea of like leveling up to characters concurrently for me would just would just hasten that burnout i guess i mean that feels that that takes that that, that takes dedication to the to like the underlying process and you need i feel like you need to get a lot out of as on a like a almost a brain chemistry sense you need to get a lot out of that that feedback loop you need to get a lot out of that process of going through the the motion sounds negative but yeah you know, going through the 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 the, the kind of the intangible like rush that you get for finding that new loop for leveling up your stat incrementally leveling up your stats you you need to get a lot out of that because to do two characters and go through the same stuff multiple times or even concurrently is a big ask mm. uh yeah if you love it then you love it i suppose it's not yeah like, uh, i mean one of the things that i like about it is that the different classes are are really good like they are they're very unique uh, the play styles are pretty different in that you have to worry about different things. Often the actual interactions are kind of similar because it's just like smash this button or or wait for this to, you know, do you have enough money for this? So it's kind of the same, but actually your thinking process is about the order of what to do and how to approach mobs of enemies and stuff is is very different. And also within the classes as well, there's huge potential to have different forms of a necromancer different forms of an amazon different forms of a sorceress or whatever Uh, and it is worth experimenting with those um having the two different classes was largely about because there are so many people on my friends list that play it i also want to have characters that are so that we're not doubling up on classes or we've got less chance of doubling up on classes depending on who i play with um uh, and there's so much emphasis in the game as well on having the right gear. So having um, like combat is really slow. Um, certainly compared to Diablo Three, it's a lot slower, and you get mobbed quite easily. Like you get surrounded by enemies quite easily if you're not careful, because you can't move around a fast. Stamina is pretty limited, so you can't always run. Depending on how you built your character, my characters don't have a wildly high amount of stamina, and. So there's a there's a real emphasis on making sure that you can survive getting pounded, basically. 
So you need to intelligently set up your gear in order to survive the onslaughts and absorb or negate damage through resistances or whatever, um, when you will invariably be hit by five, six enemies at the same time. So going through different classes and setting up different item configurations and stuff is really rewarding for trying to work out that puzzle almost of how do I get through this area and there is some crossover between the characters as well because you can now and I think this is new but I think it is but uh, from the original uh, on in your stash there are four tabs personal and then three shared ones and that's not shared between your party that's shared just between your characters so when right. you're picking up stuff so as a necromancer you're sometimes picking up gear that is perfect for my amazon so then I'm dumping that into the shared space so there is some crossover you are kind of improving both characters at the same time by because because the mm. gear and the loot that you're picking up is more than it's for just more than your character see that that's interesting because i was going to ask that question of do you get a feel for whether it's been designed with sort of one intention or another do you, do you get a feel for whether it's been designed really you're just meant to mainline one character and go super deep with them or are you? Is the intention because of the way that certain things are set up that you do have multiple characters? And evidently, if not, I mean, maybe that's not the intention, but certainly that's been catered for. It's been yeah. I think it's probably catered for for the super hardcore power players mm-hmm. who are going to do like max level runs on nightmare and hell difficulties, mm-hmm. and they've got every class at max level. Like it's for that, which is a tiny percentage of the game. But yeah, but I don't know if they designed it for me. Someone like me leveling up two characters from level mm. one mm. forwards but for me it works like that that system does does work so you, you can share money of... and stuff between your characters right, yeah. Like... yeah and that was yeah that was the, the case with diablo 3 or that is the case with diablo 3 as well i remember the whole money thing um uh so yeah so then that is, it, it creates this interesting dynamic i suppose that you're playing as one character perhaps with one particular party and then you're finding stuff. There's a part of your brain that's paying attention to, oh, I found this thing that's going to be really useful or cool for my other character that I'm playing with another party. So it keeps yeah. you kind of, even the loot, because of so much of it, of course, is about loot mm. and getting gear. That just gives another, it sounds like it gives another kind of dimension to the loot system because you're, it's not just, yeah. oh, this is all rubbish. I'm just going to trash it and get a load of money out of it. So like, actually, this is going to be super cool for my other character. And it's a, yeah, yeah on on the loot system as well. So it's got that, and this was... So there are some people who have complained about this, So and some people that haven't, and I'm one of the people who think it's good that it stayed. And so when loot drops and you're playing a multiplayer, like the loot is just... It's the same loot for everyone. So And then people are just like can just like go around and hoover it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're left with nothing. <laughs> but I... I actually, and I can imagine that that would be very annoying if you're just playing with random people. Like, it would be super more than annoying. It would be, like, enough to stop, make you stop playing, probably. Um, but I only really... Well, it's not true. I can say I only played the game of multiplayer. I haven't. I've predominantly played the game of multiplayer, uh, and then I've played it by myself on Switch. Um, but I like the fact that the loot is shared between everyone because it's... It's a great game, given how slow it is and how grindy it is. And in the best way possible, I don't mean to undermine the game, but it's quite a simple game. Like the loot 
the the loop in the game and what you do and the missions are really quite basic so you're concentrating on like the bigger picture really and that's slow progress almost like slow over time progress rather than the moment to moment spectacles um but i like the fact that everyone shares a loop because it's just it forces engagement between you and your team so whenever i pick up stuff like i'm not thinking about it just for me or my other character i'm thinking about it for the whole team so it forces you it makes your team feel more connected if you're playing like you know like a team like you should be rather than just hoovering up everything and selling it quickly before anyone knows um so it does force that interaction on what is quite a simple game design so you're all there just chilling and going through the game and talking or whatever and then in the moments where there is conversation about the game and what you should do and how you should act and whatever it's meaningful because you're picking up something and then giving it so it's like you feel really connected to the other characters and you really understand what's good for them and what's bad for them and their classes so you kind of get this like much bigger team sort of feel um to everything that you're picking up although of course as i said playing with randoms everyone just hoovering up that you know shield that's paladin only and you're a paladin <laughs> yeah. and then and then them selling it it's like come on like what are you what are you doing it- yeah, and it sounds like it takes it beyond that idea of like you're just really a bunch of solo single players who happen to be playing in a party. It actually promotes a party dynamic via the loot system, which is, I suppose, like that's it needs, well, it doesn't need to do that, but it's good that it does that in so much as that is like, you know, I don't really, I don't remember the much of the narrative of when I played many, many, many years ago. I don't remember being wowed by the story it's the same with diablo 3 it's like no, a, I've what am i meant to be doing i'll just follow yeah. the gold markers and whatever you know whatever so that that idea of party play isn't like there's no like well not no but there's less role play there's less in than in say something like you know divinity original sin 2 mm. that's a much bigger like you know part uh narrative experience and yeah, you interact no. with your party members through that narrative whereas this doesn't this characters here are just quest givers and shops basically yeah that's how that's how i see yeah. them already only in uh, like halfway through act two or however however long through act two they are all just okay they might be called deckard kane but that's just a guy that identifies items like mm-hmm. that's like yeah, yeah he, he says yeah. stuff but it's like okay he's got this, whatever he's got this place like, in the law but whatever he, he identifies my items and that's all i that's all i really care about yeah, that's the important bit so then, how is it then, do you think, that a game that is 21 years old and that I presume there was a conversation to be had, you know, when Blizzard sat down to do this, that, you know, should we, how much should we mess around with it? How much should we change it? Should we go in the, should we be doing something like, you know, the Resident Evil 2 remake of literally remaking the game? Should we take it in a different direction? And that was decided clearly that they shouldn't, and that it should be basically what it was. So then, yeah, you know, how, does that speak to just how incredibly well designed it was to begin with? Well, yeah, maybe. and why hasn't there been a game that's done it better since? What? Yeah. You know, why? Maybe I, I think specifically on the Resident Evil Two thing, that's different because it does have those things that you were talking about—the narrative and the characters and stuff. So mm. it's kind of worth seeing that story in a new way. Given that this is so mechanical, I think mm. if you're going to remake it to such a degree, you might as well just make a sequel, which is right. what Diablo yeah. Four is. I'm I, yeah. because you know all you read is Diablo Four is closer to Diablo Two than it is Diablo, 4, or at least adds more things from Diablo Two that weren't in Diablo Three. Mm. Um, so you might as well just make a sequel um there are quality of life things that i think would be nice here um i mean i'm not playing it on pc so mouse and keyboard and i'm not playing it on pc specifically because 
uh, it's easier to play with the people that I um, mm. know were on console. Um, but there are still some... So using a controller originally seemed like a real pain. Now it's totally fine and the muscle memory is built. There are still some things that I really hate, like adding... Adding potions to your belt is an absolute nightmare. Mm. Um, is the inter- does the interface feel like it was it like it the original? I know you didn't play the original much, but is does it have that mouse and keyboard? Oh yeah, feel yeah, to yeah, it? yeah. Like this yeah. is what it's designed for. It's designed for a mouse and a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Completely. And there, there, and, and they've done a good job. Like I said, the muscle memory's built and it's good. It's just a couple of little niggles are never going to be close to as fast as you could do it on a mouse and keyboard but i mean that was that was hardly a surprise mm. um still i think there should be some extra fi- so like in the layout of uh in uh, like the color coding of like stats of weapons and gear and stuff like there's no color coding at all really just like white and blue mm-hmm. um but so that makes it hard at a glance to see like where your defense, your core defense number is, or your core this, or your core attack, or whatever. Right. Not hard, but and it's the way it's listed, it's just like in text, centrally aligned. So it's not like your eye doesn't even go to like that point of the screen all the time because there's sure. different. So it's just yeah. annoying. And they could have yeah. just added different colors to the attack number or the uh, defense number or whatever, and that would have been so much easier. And you can't directly compare items either. So. If you pick up a new shield, you have to like hover the, hover the cursor over the shield and then remember the stats and hover over the shield you've currently got. And then it's just really annoying. And that gets annoying when it's like when you've got stuff socketed in and you've, you've sort of edited items or mm. customized them. And there's like loads of stats and it's like, oh God, I can't, you know, it's just, it's a real pain. See, Um, that also feels like a deliberate choice then, because like there are games, it's not like the notion of comparing gear is is somehow a new idea. There's plenty of games that do it, of course. There's plenty of very recent games that do it. So that is a, well, that sounds like an active design choice to not facilitate that. But do you think that's the kind of thing that with enough feedback it will just get patched in because it's Maybe. Diablo 3 had loads of stuff in it or didn't have loads of stuff in it at launch that was then patched in or out. Well, yeah, and people hated it for like a year yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, the auction house being very popular. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I, I hope that they just patch in easy stuff like this. I mean, I know that they're working on Diablo 4 as well, so this might not be super mm. high priority, but I'm sure there's a team dedicated to this still. Um, well, there will be. Um, there's some other things as well. The minimap is very annoying um no crossplay is the worst one no crossplay is just ridiculous like i just why why not like it's i just can't yeah. understand why but with more and more games doing it um more and more activation games as well i think um Destiny's fully crossplay now isn't it so like i don't right, know yeah. why um like that really is lame like, and that's and that um, sounds like it seems like an infrastructure slash budget thing versus a oh there would be a clear unfair advantage if you're playing on x because they yeah. wouldn't right like yeah it's a, and then the ladder it's a cooperative system. for the most part it's a cooperative game yeah. there might be a friendly competition in trying to get all that gear sure but yeah it's like it's a co-op game so yeah um there were some other niggles like at law in the first couple of days the servers were just we just couldn't connect to your friends for a while i couldn't on saturday mm. i think it was um yeah it was on saturday i was trying to just connect with one other person and it just failed for like two hours um <laughs> And then you read online and there's server issues. And it's like, why is Activision Blizzards of everyone? Mm. Why have they got server issues? Mm. I mean, what, what are you on about? Like, you couldn't, you couldn't have put the, put the space in to this game. Like, would, would you not think it was going to be very popular? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, is that when you, is, do you think that's when you see the, 
the business of games when you when there's something like that it's like well this comes down to fundamentally this comes down to somebody somewhere not allocating enough budget to having the enough server space like is it is that is that one of those like well sure we don't want to go crazy and have so much you know power and server availability because that would be a waste if we only then feel 50 percent of it like is it is it does it just come down to the economies of of gaming rather than yeah i mean maybe i mean yeah maybe probably maybe i don't don't know why why it wouldn't have been solved um pre-launch um pre-full launch Mm. i mean i don't really want to get into activision blizzard management Mm. well that well that's and that's fair enough i would like do you as a quick thing on that and we won't and because there are there's a lot of stuff going on externally of course um separate to diablo or any game development at activision blizzard is is there like a you know death of the author type thing are you able to i mean we spoke effectively separate this and say well this is a thing made by a lot of people you know activision blizzard is not a handful of people creating a toxic environment in and of itself. There's also a whole lot of good people and people that work very hard there who yeah. deserve their work to be experienced. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, we, uh, a couple of us in the group, um, <clears throat> uh, did, well, we didn't, we didn't really talk about, not, you know, I'm not trying to sort of claim some sort of moral high grounds here, but I'm not saying we didn't, we never, we never said that we weren't going to buy the game, but we did comment mm-hmm. on the fact that like, you know, oh, this is, it doesn't feel that amazing to give them your money given mm. what's happening. And it seems to get, it seems to get worse every week at the moment as well. But um, <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, it's certainly on your minds when you play it, like it, like this sort of the revelations from, within the company over that stuff it hasn't it doesn't you know on that on, on that sort of level it doesn't on that sort of like the non-game aspects of mm. playing a game or buying a game i suppose it doesn't um it's not working in its favor let's put it that way um yeah, yeah. uh so okay. well. yeah so it does it do, it, i mean it was it was a thing i mean was it enough to make me stop buying it of course not and i bought it twice even <laughs> um so <laughs> double uh, down so i'm, I'm gonna buy yeah. the hell out of this game but just uh, on, on the aesthetics <laughs> as well like one of the things mm. and one of the things that one of the things nice segue uh, didn't yeah. pay didn't yeah didn't pay play diablo 3 that much but i played it enough to you know get it and certainly have a vision and have an opinion on the visuals and the visual style. The visual style in Diablo 2 is so much better. Like, it's so, so much better. Like, it's so, it's so much more, it's so much darker and grimmer and just mm. more horrible. And, like, it's like when you go into, uh, like, a dungeons or whatever, like, you can almost smell it. Like, it's like, it's just so, like, it just oozes this character and this sense of place. Um, and everything's like that a bit more muted and just sort of realistic looking. Well, not realistic, but you know, there's like the devil's running around. But, <laughs> you know, just like how, how you imagine like there's just a real hellhole would be. Whereas in Diablo 3, it's all like quite shiny and bright and there's glowing things all mm. over the place. And the magic is like, you know, cartoony. Um, mm. So yeah, just a sense of place, the world building, the... Uh, 
like yeah everything just fits so nicely together like it does feel like yeah like this enemy fits here and my character looks like it would an, an adventurer would walking around here like um yeah, yeah so the, like, so the original like art direction has held up to time i mean i'm interested in the fact that you can switch between the new and the older visuals yeah i wonder if it you know for people that have gone back if it has that that quality of uh you remember it in a certain way yeah oh, and it's well, like jumped... oh that's the new the new version is how i actually remember it to be and then yeah, you look exactly. back at the old one you're like oh my god that well looks horrible yeah well we had the exact exact thing so one of the people that i play with who had played it in the past said that this 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 looks like the original and then we and then we figured out how to flip back, and then it's like, oh, okay, that doesn't. Um, but yeah, I said, well, we we came to the conclusion that it was exactly that. It's it's it looks like how you nostalgically remember the old one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that doesn't apply to me, but that's what he said. Um, yeah. So yeah, from that from that position, not only does it look amazing, but it's you know it's held it's held true. It's stayed respectful. It's not tried to alter the tone it's just improved the visuals on a technical mm. on a technical level um so i don't so, know if, mm. yeah I, I mean i haven't seen all of the zones yet but um all of the different areas yet but you know it's um so far like it it does just look like it looks grim all the time like there's mm-hmm. no like oh and now you're in like the nice bit to give you a break like no it just looks horrible all the time <laughs> Um, so we'll see how that goes in in a in in hundred hours from now if it's still yeah, as it charming, oppressive. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that lead. Yeah, that does lead into. Do you, you know, are, are you? So you've got two characters on the go. Is this a thing that you are interested in playing? Other classes? Are there other classes that you've got your eye on that you'd like to start a third character for? How much game do you see? Like, how much do you see yourself getting out of this? Is this a play it to the bitter end or is it kind of go broad rather than deep and, and just do multiple characters and, and play I, the same bits over and over again? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to roll another character. I can't really, well, maybe in a year's time or whatever, but right now I can't face doing another character mm. and going mm. all the way through. I'm more, I'm more curious about actually not rolling another new class, but respecking my character mm to a completely different way of playing because i've like min max my characters like i just go hard on well so far i've just gone hard on a couple of abilities and they're brilliant at those um but they can't really do many different things um you can only respec each character once per difficulty level that you play on so there's no way that i'm gonna do it now like um no way but Mm. And then would I even want to do it later? I don't know, having spent all that mm. time with that character. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the game is pretty hardcore in that way still. Like, you're like you can only respect your character once per difficulty. There's no, there's no hand-holding. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, uh, I think someone says, like, you know, you can use a t- scroll, a town portal to get back to a town scroll portal to get back to town. But there's no, like, you know, like in a modern game, there'll be like five minutes of explanation about how to tactically use that. And it's like, yeah. there's nothing like that. Like, there's nothing like that even to optionally skip through. It's just, well, here you go. Like, here's your stuff. Like, just yeah. go and experiment with it. And through experimentation, you're going to waste a load of them. Um, but it's like, well, tough. Like, that's, that's just what you've got to do. Um, and and that, I, that, is a, that sounds like a callback to the, the you know, the, the design of that era. That was very much a... 
I don't know if you'd call it respecting the players more or trusting them or or just, you know, these are perhaps back in the day of, what was this, 2000. So this was around like Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2 time. And I remember getting a, what was about 140 page instruction book with the Baldur's Gate <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was like a, we're expecting something from you, you know, like well, there's that's a true. expectation was there, from the developers. Was there a big old manual for Diablo 2 that we just uh, I don't now? remember. I don't recall one, honestly. I, I think it, I just remember just turning it on and playing it. I don't remember sitting there like I did with the Baldur's Gate manual and reading through it and and theory crafting. I mean, that's, you sort of touched on that earlier about the idea of sort of solving a puzzle or finding the right setup for your particular party and, and that kind of notion of theory crafting. Maybe that was part of the the original experience that was kind of missing for me. I didn't really do a great deal of that. It was very much just jump in, play a what? class, play dozens of hours of it, and then... Were you playing solo as well? Yes, I was, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's probably a bit, there's a lot more that, you know, there's probably a lot more of the experience that there is on hand or that this game has to offer me that I'm not kind of, because of my very particular experience with the original Diablo 2, I'm not engaging with. Um, And I think also Diablo 3, like you, you know, I've played Diablo 3 I've played it quite a lot. I played it with a couple of different characters and a couple of different parties, like online parties. It was the same thing. I just got to a certain point. And I was like, okay, yep, it's fun. It's scratched a niche, but I'm kind of done with it. It's just not a thing now that I'm interested in seeing any more of, um, mm. as sacrilegious as, you know, as that may be. So, mm. but yeah, I mean, is this, do you think you, you continue through, I mean, is, is what would pull you through it? You know, if everybody you, you were playing with suddenly stopped playing, do you think you would continue? I always find that a lot harder, yeah, for right. sure. So there's a there's a social... I mean, of course, I mean, you know, there's a big... But it sounds like there's a big social element to it. Well, yeah, and the game's just more interesting when you're playing... Mm. When you're playing multiple classes all running around together because, like, you're buffing each other, you're debuffing the... Like, as a necromancer, I'm debuffing the enemies so that other people's attacks can be better. Because mm-hmm. I don't really have very good, like, mm. directed striking with my necromancer but i can do buffs that um, make the enemies more susceptible to physical damage for example which is fine for my for my character in solo because i'm summoning things that perform physical attack damage but but it also helps the other characters in the party as well like paladin or barbarian or whatever to also deal more damage so that's just more rewarding because you're all Mm. you're all doing stuff to help each other and to <clears throat> well you know this, this is what happens in all these games you're synergizing your classes but yeah you just don't get that without well when you're playing with a single character mm. and of course there's yeah there's just a social element of just talking and just doing things with other people and them saying oh this is cool about their character or whatever and you'd never see that or you'd never hear about that if you were just playing solo unless you played every yeah. single character which is just ridiculous so i don't know if i'm going to carry on i'd like to think well there's definitely a possibility that i'll carry on playing two characters through to the end uh well whatever the case i'm definitely going to play to the end of the game will it be with two characters i don't know i mean it might be wishful thinking at the end when it's like it takes four hours to go through (laughs) each level then that might be i might just end up just maining exclusively one character yeah um but yeah, I don't know. At the moment, um, playing with two characters, sharing the items, playing with different people, different classes. Like, because also sometimes, like, when, even when I was playing with the same group yesterday, I was flipping between my characters, like between missions. Oh, okay. I was changing character and being a different mm-hmm. character. 
Um, so yeah, I quite like having two characters. So for you, it's well, it sounds like it's a win. Like for you, it's it's a thing that's definitely that you were looking forward to before it came out, and now that it's it's here, it's kind of what you having not played the original really very much at all. I guess you can see what all the fuss is about. Is that yeah, like a yeah? Fair and I mean, I knew summation. what I was getting into. I've played other mm-hmm. games that copy the Diablo two. Like that's the thing. Like Diablo two is so seminal that so many other games copied it and copied tried to copy the loot system and the progression system and the minimal sort of quest givery narratives and stuff mm. it doesn't feel wholly new because i've played games like it um <clears throat> but yeah it is it is uh i can see what all the fuss is about yeah for sure so have you as a non-player have you got anything else to say about <laughs> are you now convinced that you're going to roll well, two characters you're going to try to do three characters i'm out? not to be honest i mean it, is, it sounds exactly kind of i guess what i thought it would be it had, this conversation has kind of highlighted to me that yes mike's my, my memory of the diablo 2 experience is quite specifically uh geared towards or no pun intended or skewed towards a very particular way that i experienced that game and so there is more there it's not yeah, I don't know. It's not a thing that I'm kind of I'm looking to rush out. I'm still on on Deathloop from you know a couple mm. of weeks ago. Uh, it's, so yeah, I'm kind of I'm much more <laughs> into my single player games these days. I think I'm getting. I'm not. I don't think I'm getting old. I am getting old. Just don't like talking um, to people. Leave me alone when I'm getting off my lawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it sounds fun. Uh, I'll just leave it to all the cool kids and I'll just continue being curmudgeonly about it. And so yeah, I'm sure it's cool. It's just not entirely for me. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be more to say later on Diablo 2. But otherwise, uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, until then, you can visit our website, indiebydesign.net, get the rest of the podcast episodes, uh, check out the books that we create, and you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Indie by Design. So, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>